Yes. yes. We're here. We are. We're in our most this shit really basically it's a miracle it's happening podcast <laughs> mm. record. We are here. Um I will say mostly my fault. I was running super late to Yo is this racist to my own house. Oh. <laughs> um is that what you named your house? Yeah, it's the 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 apartment that Yo is this racist rents. Chateau is this racist? Shit. <laughs> it's too early oh, for all that. We're having it's too late for all that. This we're almost Yeah, and that's the daylight savings time magic. It's both mm. too early and too late oh. to be doing the podcast. Yo is this, this racist is why. where we listen to your voicemail questions about racism, but first we talk about special guests or special uh first we talk uh, first we talk about current <laughs> events and or have a special guest. I'm Tony Newsom, that's Andrew T, our producer Kevin Bartell. And we do have a special guest. His name is uh ex producer Zig. What's up? <laughs> Cody Ziegler. Uh, I'm good. That I, was I a wanna flawless uh, th- That was intro. beautiful. It's like we this it's like I, I never left. It's like I never left. Uh, <laughs> Fuck I, you, man. I want to say, uh, so to help Andrew out, he was late, but also I was also catastrophically late because as I, uh, as I, you know, decried to Kevin, I put this in my wrong calendar. I didn't put it in my Cody Ziegler uh, calendar. And also I was getting a facial. So like, uh, I, as I was leaving, I asked Andrew if he would like to get some lunch. And he was like, dog, you're in the calendar 20 minutes ago to be on this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> um look we're all, here's here's the way let's put it this way um we basically we're recording as if all of us forgot to change our clocks for daylight savings time and mm-hmm. it, this works and fine. yet <laughs> yeah that is not what happened and yet that is impossible in this day and age really with phones and whatnot it's hard yeah it's hard to you know I, you know who sets a watch a clock a watch Never mind. Yeah, I mean, we do because now we're watch boys and we we're yeah. into watches. But. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a watch Tune gal in. now too. I got. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you have a really nice watch. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I feel like Tony, you were the precursor, and then it sort of evolved. No, Wait, no, let's, no, no, no. This Andrew is all. Is, no, no. This is oh. yo. Can we live talk? Suboptimalpods.com <laughs> to tune in okay. to listen okay. to us talk about goddamn wristwatches in the year of our lord 2022 <laughs> you know when you get in that next when you get in that very specific tax bracket then you become a watch person so like i i, I understand tune in to hear a- my top three cigar cutters <laughs> oh wait no that would be kevin we learned a couple weeks ago that kevin was a cigar boy oh yeah is that why you have an enormous humidor going right now behind you kevin yeah and it's why my voice sounds like this now <laughs> <laughs> start calling it the pictures uh- <laughs> Could you um, turn a humidor into a terrarium? The topics like this and ooh, more uh, yeah. every Friday yep. on Yo Can Damn. We Live, our premium show where we try hard not to talk about racism. You can subscribe at thehoffthepuff.com. Oh we are coming up with material for the show that we're about to record after this. God damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Can you a, a, a two zig day for you, Andrew. Humidor into a terrarium. I want to... God, I now I wish like I I would love to just pivot into Yo Can We Live <laughs> and arguably never talk about racism ever again. That would be great. That was kind of the impetus for uh doing that show in the first place. <laughs> yeah. It's much more <laughs> fun to do. Like, isn't the other show so tiresome and heartbreaking? <laughs> Wouldn't you like um, to talk about nothing like all the white people with podcasts? <laughs> our one little news thing 
I don't know why. We are, look, I guess the world is in a pretty bad place. That's a fact. Um, it would be bad to be in World War III. Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good take. Uh, the one thing I think we we had maybe to add about this Ukraine shit is more about the media. And, and this is a thing that I'm sure some people have seen already. But like uh, American media specifically keeps doing the thing that they do also with uh, American cops and with just, uh, we'll say, the politically active far right uh, in general, which is they keep on posting photos of Ukrainian soldiers who just happen to be wearing like neo-Nazi patches and shit like that to the point where now it's feeling like what is wrong with our goddamn news that they keep on doing this. Hmm. Um, again, this is a the thing they often will post like copaganda, like pro cop photos and just like, Hey, there's a Nazi cop in that picture. Do you, does no one <laughs> at the fucking associated press, like photo bureau, like notice this shit. Like, what is happening? Um, I don't know. Sorry, that's all. Yeah, I'm sure it's... they could find pictures of soldiers without that. Like, we're just trying to. <laughs> I mean, I hope <laughs> report on what's happening on the ground, which is important to do. You you think maybe maybe we yeah. could sift through some more images. Yeah, but we definitely, I mean, I, th I think to me, that's more troubling. Like every time we do it with American cops, like da 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 da, mm -hmm. and it's like. Hey, these are Nazi cops. I know that's redundant, but <laughs> yeah, these yeah. truly are Nazi cops. Um, allegedly redundant. I don't know. We're not the news. <laughs> we're not the um, news. Welcome to our show. We're not the news. Importantly, Zig has a a comic book out. <laughs> yeah, the, there the, we go. Hard easy pivot. pivot. Yeah, easy pivot. That's why you're Would here. Would that be considered a hard pivot or an easy pivot? To me, it felt like a hard pivot because it's like, who cares? <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't, uh, we don't make know. This, don't smooth this out. Don't don't round this corner. Just yeah, yeah. Both the reason you're here and part of the reason why you almost didn't make it here is twofold. <laughs> you you get comic books coming out all the time. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, so like you know, whenever I got one coming out that I actually want to 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 promote, I was like, hit, hit up Andrew. I, I he'll 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 squeeze me in somehow, some way, and that's how I found myself. <laughs> I guess you could you say, know. you know, who likes punching Nazi cops in their comic books is Cody Ziegler. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we That's go. The running theme is Good we job, found it. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin yes. smoothed out the, yeah. the Thank corner. You, that's, a, that's what a pro producer does. <laughs> yeah. Kevin put one of those little foam things you put in the corner of your house so that your toddlers don't crack their little heads into it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's how I produce pots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you put foam things on the edges yeah. of coffee tables and Just, shit. Uh -huh. At the Guiding end of these steps. <laughs> yeah, guiding us to where we need to get to. We appreciate you, Kevin. Um, pretty sure you can just use a pool noodle for most of those if you want a DIY version. Oh, yeah, you cut them lengthways, like banana Man. split style. <laughs> this is, this is, I'm about to do some real, um, this actually should go on Yo Can We Live, but the, uh, the conference table we have at work at the writer's room is, has truly the sharpest edges I have ever seen on a thing. <laughs> and everyone else at work basically had bumped their knee on it. Uh, not everyone, but a lot of people. And I was like, ah, ha, 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 And then I finally bumped my knee on it. And it truly felt like I had taken a sword to the kneecap. It was incredibly yeah. painful. It's just like a sharp piece of metal sticking out. It's rude. Um, you need to bring a pool noodle to work. I, yeah. Well, that's, that's how this all started. 
I'm for real going to um, get a pool doodle. <laughs> Zig, what's show. the name of your comic book and how many Nazis does Spider-Man punch in it? Uh, Tony, I love the effort you're doing. You're, you're killing it. It is. You're, you're, you're on the right path. It is Spider-Punk. It drops in April. And in the first issue, he does beat up a bunch of Nazi punk. So, like, it is yeah. really tempting yeah. across the board. Uh, yeah, it was it was dope because it's just uh, it's about like a, just a black punk kid who gets spider powers and like I'm I'm obviously a black punk kid who did not does not have spider powers but I did that you Nazis know growing yeah yeah you have some yet. spider powers yeah, yeah you I, can, you can uh, you get stuff that comes out of your butt that can hold up <laughs> like seven thousand times your body weight <laughs> yeah I, I, well, I was going to build to that but thanks for like letting me the cat back early oh, my bad, spoiler my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun. Um, uh, uh, it was great. Like my main thing is that like I got to make a really fun punk playlist. The shit that I just listened to all the time when I was a kid, and like I somehow weaseled my way into letting Marvel put that on like their official feed. So like that's that was the big takeaway. That was the most fun. Was, like, oh, that's curating cool. A bunch of fun like punk rock and shit, and like having people listen to it while they read through the issues and stuff. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so you're making like a little. It's like you're making a film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, this is a, a film dry run. I don't have to put any actual money into it though. I, I faced under the consequences <laughs> if it doesn't as if it doesn't work speak speaking of uh it's like a little film another plug for suboptimal and this is this is going out on a wire because <laughs> we're i'm gonna say this and now zig and i actually have to do it we're gonna figure out a way and i think i have it to do like a commentary on a comic book a commentary <laughs> if you will Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's at the that's at the suboptimal bundle level. Why this turned into a goddamn telethon? Just because Zig is <laughs> yeah. Here. I mean, I think it's because I'm here. Like I, I I was I was not I was uh, very open about what I was coming here to do. So like, I think the floodgates are open to like promote whatever you need to promote. So like, this, you know, this like, is a, well, the shillathon. Yeah, shillathon. Yeah, we we were out of practice because back when we were at the network and we would get like you know people's publicists or whatever you know like mm-hmm. pitching us comedy people or whatever then they'd write a bunch of stuff in like a big email about what to talk about and the thing that Mm -hmm. they were there to promote and all of a sudden all of our normal bullshit and banter had to go out the window because we were like okay we want to do a good job and not like piss these people off because they're strangers but but this is getting difficult because we're far too comfortable with you we treat you Mm -hmm. like trash Mm so please treat me like trash that's what i that's what that's keeps me humble my god we need to do it we need to either commit to the promo or just commit to the hangout. Because right Let's now, we've got Let's commit to the foot hangout. two worlds. Hangout, right? Is that, is that, I mean, okay. am, I being, am I being too presumptuous by saying a hangout feels like the right energy? We're just chilling. Uh, look, that's easier for me because I don't know what questions to ask you about Spider-Punk. I want to ask questions like, how do you choose what color red he is? Is that like, is that, does Marvel decide that? <laughs> There's a whole there's a whole uh, list of people they got to go through to, to finalize that like cherry red. It's very complicated. Right, system. It's a Pantone situation. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, like the the hang seems great because I also don't like promoing promoing stuff. Like I'm not very good at it. So okay. I'm like, you know, when the book comes out, if you like, if you want to see a black person beat up Nazis, check it out. If not, I got paid either way, so I don't care. It's like that's my promo. <laughs> that's the beginning end of my promo. <laughs> That's what I should do. Pro- that's how I should do promo for shows. It's like we already got paid, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, check from, that check from Netflix is long gone. So yeah, I already spent half of it on this car. Yeah, we're oh, good, yeah. man. Yeah. Like come through. That's it like on. people. 
whenever the when a review for something is bad and people are like, oh, did you see the review? I'm like, I don't give a damn. The yeah. bank did not ask what was the rotten tomato. Score. <laughs> yeah. Sure they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not reading AV Club before they cash my check. No, it's great. Absolutely yeah. not. And you know what? I already cashed that check and poured a concrete slab at my house. So we're we're all doing fine. It um, is like the opposite <laughs> of getting paid and exposure. It's like, yeah, yeah, we got paid, paid, paid in money. Yeah, yeah. The thing that actually and, we got paid. paid we did work. We got paid. And yeah. now the exposure, I don't care. Yeah. Don't yeah. Care and I don't need to be not. famous. That's the point. I, I, I'm a writer. No one, no, one, no one needs to know who I am. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, somebody DM'd me repeatedly once what a terrible actor I was. This was like when Space War Season 1 came out and, they, and I was stupid enough to be checking those secret hidden DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they DM'd me repeatedly, repeatedly what a terrible actor I was, how I was a terrible actor. I was so bad. They kept watching the show and I was such a bad actor. And finally I just wrote back like, then I'm a fucking genius because I have fooled <laughs> these people <laughs> into hiring me. So that's a skill in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, like you're driving, you got your little compound going on. Uh, I, 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 I was, I already sent Tony a very complimentary DM this morning about how much I loved watching the compound homestead come come to fruition. Oh, thank you. We mm. love to be. We love to be out here. <laughs> We love to be out here. Um, I do want to know, like, when you're writing uh, yeah. uh, the comics and stuff, how is that different from, like, when you're on script or when you're on outline or whatever and you're writing for TV? Like, is it a more chill way to write for you? It, dude, it's so much more <laughs> chill. I mean, I know this is probably not a, a good thing to say work-wise or work-balance-wise, but I'm like, I treat it as, like, a hobby. Like, I'm not stressed out about, like, whether or not it needs to be like I, I'm like it's just like so much easier. Like I do three pages yeah. a day. I'm in and out in five days. I have a comic book done. I know the notes yeah. process isn't going to be that strenuous because I'm also like the weird like uh, like my toxic future voice is like if Kevin Feige likes what I've written, of course these like Marvel editors are going to like what I've written. Like I think the yeah. I think I think I have a like my barometer is at least like this good. So like I know I can't fuck it up that bad. So like it's it's a lot less stressful as opposed to right so now. You're pretty steeped in comic book shit. I think it's like, yeah, any ten yeah. minutes of talking to you basically turns into you just <laughs> dictated a comic book anyway. So it's a little like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I will say I had a, I had a, uh, uh, I had someone over a couple of weeks ago, and like I have like like there, you can't see it, but like right here is like a framed picture of like some comic book stuff, and they were looking at it like, oh, this is cool, and then they they sort of realized that the entire section is just dedicated like the comic book shit that I've been doing. So like that, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at now. Like you just like no pretenses. Like you, you see what you see is what you get. Like why even try to hide the thing? Like this is what I'm yeah. into. Would you have felt the way you feel about writing that stuff if you hadn't worked for, if you hadn't written for She-Hulk first? Like if you got the opportunity to do the comics first, oh, yeah. but you didn't have the bona fide of being one of the TV writers. Yeah, I think definitely it gave me like a lot of confidence. Um, I think also um, enemy of the show Jessica Gao um, is uh, was has been a fantastic mentor and like watching her work under that condition and be like, they need me more than I'll ever need them. Like just that confidence yeah. of like any person <laughs> of color has. Like the idea of like especially like black people being like work twice as hard for half as much and like then when I realized that yeah like I'm just as good if honestly not better than most of like these mediocre white writers like why should i feel like i haven't earned my place um once i yeah. discovered that i had my confidence is through the roof and now i'm like i know what i'm gonna turn in it's like it's gonna be at worst a b minus and like b minus is honestly still better than most of the a plus material these fucking white dudes are are turning in so like i think having the confidence of that definitely boosted my confidence in like writing comic book shit but then also i'm like there aren't that many like black people doing this stuff and like yeah the idea that like you know i can my whole end goal is to like 
get my foot in the door and then get other niggas in there. Like that's the whole of the game plan. Like as soon as I yeah. got like some like a little bit of like prestige and got some good stuff out, like I immediately sent the email like, hey, this check out this lady, check out this person, check out this person. And like that's always been my end goal is like just flood in black people and people of color into these spaces that they're not traditionally there. And then like once they're established, they can start getting their friends and shit. And, like that's that's been the end game. And like I was lucky enough that um she whole gave me that sort of like that that um blank check that like established check me like, oh these people are they've he, he they've got a co-sign from marvel and, and kevin feige and that goes a long way and i've just been trying to use that ever since to like get more people that look like me into the spaces because there are not a lot of us and there needs to be more quite frankly in the year fucking 2022 cool that's very cool can you give me a job yeah i got you yeah i got you Tony. for real i would i would 100 get you in that would be so so disrespectful of me to just go in there knowing nothing, <laughs> knowing nothing, and just being like, "Let me write one of your books." <laughs> no, I think you'd kill it. I think you, I think I could I could very easily do that for that you. That is actually, honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. Get your Zig, Star Trek comic. What? Uh, oh my like, God, I would love to. The fact that you have a political philosophy to your work is like fucking crazy to me. Hey, got to man. Yeah, the, that's the that's the whole point. Like, uh, I remember as a kid watching, like, so like you guys know my history from fucking small ass town in North Carolina, like not even a town, an unincorporated community. It's like 500 fucking people. And like, you know, when I was growing up, like, you know, we didn't have cable cause we couldn't fucking afford it. So we just had bunny ears. So like we were, everything we were watching, we're just fucking taken from free from the air. So like as a kid, like, you know, with my dad, I'd watch like Ultraman or like entered the dragon or like the last dragon, like Bruce Lee <laughs> yeah. was like the black, he was like, he wasn't white, but he wasn't black, but I was like, Oh, he's dark. So like, yeah, that's a black guy. Like that's my dad us. Was doing, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's us. <laughs> So like I was like yeah that's the shit that I liked it's like my whole philosophy since getting into this stuff is like that feeling I had when I was like seven or eight seeing like a black or brown person and being like oh shit we can do this like my whole mm-hmm. thing is like make have that feeling for some other fucking kid and then they see it and then 15 20 years later they do make the thing and then they have that another generation that sees it and like it's like a, a like a, 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 a cycle that goes through and like that's that's the thing that I'm trying to capture and I've been lucky enough that I can have weaseled my way into these spaces to, to be able to do that hopefully <laughs> So like that's that's mm-hmm. that's the reason I do anything. Like I don't I don't particularly care about you know the capitalism of it all. Like making a ton of money, it's cool that I can buy a car and all that stupid shit. But like really, I care about the art and the culture. Like I'll care more about the culture than I ever will about the corporation. And like I've been lucky enough to 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 go that do that so far. Like we'll see how far that goes for me. But like that's the philosophy that I've had um, with any any job, especially creative one. Like I can always find another job. Like I did a bunch of different shit before I got into writing and I'm mm-hmm. more confident that I can find other cool creative shit if, if people aren't in that philosophy uh, as well. That's cool. Yeah, so hopefully we'll, yeah. Yes, we'll see guys. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I, yeah. I'm just, I feel like fear just listening to you talk. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. He's, he kind of uh, turns into LLC zig and it's like the same energy. <laughs> well, it's about the like, pH balance, right? So you, you, like, you gotta yeah. understand. <laughs> like when I get hooked on a small business idea, it's the same energy as you talking about your Trojan horse plan to get black people writing more comic books. <laughs> I have a bunch of, I actually I have a bunch of makeup I want to get you guys in uh, i got a whole thing going on like it's called it's called an mlm but i think it'll really work out for you, for you guys. okay yeah I'm, yeah I'm good i'm very busy but um thank you so much i'll uh, do it oh cool yeah, I'm, available. <laughs> I'm available yeah Kevin's kevin good. would yeah. let's kevin let's would take start it. an mlm but like do a really good job actually yeah you would actually be like the he, only one that does an actual pyramid scheme my first yeah. job yeah. was an MLM, and I didn't. I was like seventeen, selling the Cutco knives, not knowing I was like part of an MLM, <laughs> and was like crushing it because I would like only go to like 
the rich people that I knew and like talk to their parents and be like, I sold $400 worth of knives. This is awesome. And then I like Googled mid-level marketing and was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> oh my God. That's incredible. Of course you did. Of course you were a yeah, Petco yeah. knife kid bringing oh, yeah. your cigars and blazers to uh-huh. parties. Let's go. <laughs> a little suitcase full of knives. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We're and that was before he started the job. Just, yep. <laughs> yeah. all right. We, we got, Rest we actually, Gotta do some voicemails. Yeah, we're gonna do some racism. This has been a loosey goosey fun episode because our friend Zig is here. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, sometimes it's like this, sometimes it's not. Everybody calm down. But we're gonna take a little break and then when we come back, we're gonna do everyone's favorite part the racism <laughs> voicemails. <laughs> bye bye. Here we are. We're back. Oh boy. We can't wait. You guys listened to that first 19 minutes and 45 seconds and went, God, when are they going to talk about the racism? I can't wait. We crave it. The, yeah. The, the fact that the, the reason for this show to exist is our least favorite part. (laughs) That's bad, right? That's bad, but that's why we have a bunch of other stuff. I'm not going to plug it again. We plugged it plenty of times, but that's truly why we do all that other shit. Just to, you know, this this podcast is kind of an MLM. Like, that, oh yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get them in. Hey, you need to watch uh, so Gun to can... My Head and Tawny's Diary. Uh huh. And then if you want to do your own podcast, you could do it on our little network. So we get a bunch of uh, downlines. You know. Um, okay. Well, let's keep chatting and hanging, but let's roll a voicemail and we'll chat and hang uh, surrounding that. Hey, Andrew, Tony, and yes, uh, I got a question, and it's not just uh, white folks snitching on other white folks this time. Uh, I actually don't really know the answer, so maybe I'm wrong and it's not racist. Uh, so, BCAD versus BCECE. So, like, instead of before Christ, before the common era, uh, I oh, first Jesus. learned this. New way of doing it back in high school, which is decades ago now. And uh, I remember thinking at the time, if they started the same year uh, and were saying that the common era of humanity started with the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, whether or not it's coincidentally or, you know, deliberate. Uh, I mean, it's not like Rome was talking to China, was talking to like the Aztecs at that point. There was still about a millennia and a half to go before any of those people had anything to do with each other. So, uh, CE, is that just a whitewashing of AD and, you know, with BC and BCE? What do you think? I don't know. I haven't bothered to check Wikipedia, which you probably come back again. You know. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Oh, can I can I, can I uh, be fully honest here? I didn't know yeah, we switched yeah. over from BC to <laughs> to the other the BCE. So. I BCE. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's that. It was around the era where I want to say like this. This was the same folks that thought like Afro Americans or maybe African Americans. You know, it was just like a why. What's the least we can do to uh, you know mm-hmm. semantically at least pull a little bit away from our sort of like, you know, white supremacist, Christian supremacist society. What does BCE stand for again? Uh, before the common, common era. era. Become yeah. Before common era. This e- so, I'm a Satanist. So like, I don't follow any of that stuff to begin with. So like I'm, I'm already out of the loop. Um, uh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, 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 my I mean, that's is- the, that's the same shit. 
uh, when Satan started too. So oh, that's true. That's my boy got his first pilot deal, so I, I respect it's that. Still, okay. It's still it's still significant off. for you people. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I don't look. I'm not like a fucking historian, but the way I understood it is that it was a a secularizing of the way yeah. that we had already had time d- divvied up without changing. Uh, yeah. how how time was delineated it was just a way to secularize the way we spoke about it as opposed yeah. to saying before christ um so i right. and i only know that because the fucking podunk ass hallmark ass christian ass town i grew up in <laughs> uh had like a little uh I, I was a child and i remember them having like a fucking issue with it and being like mm. you're taking the christ out of bc i don't know like, why? <laughs> you're taking the christ out of time and i was like people we have bigger issues to worry about yeah Um, right i mean i think that's the thing is it's like it it of course is like doesn't really do anything to address the again the uh, the white supremacy that literal time is demarcated under (laughs) (laughs) however once you see the opposite side's reaction to it it's like all right well i guess this is better than nothing but yeah yeah of course (laughs) oh god Welcome to Yo, Is This Racist? Today's question, time. <laughs> time. <laughs> the answer, we found yes. It? Yeah, we cracked it. So congrats time, to you guys. Is, Yo, is, is years racist? racist. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes, yeah, obviously. Somehow, some way. Yeah. Happy uh, daylight savings time, everybody. More like daylight savings crime, y'all. Come on. Wow, <laughs> Got wow, that ass. wow. Got wow. that ass. No one's mm-hmm, safe. Yeah. You hear that? Jefferson. Exactly. Sorry, time. Come on, comrades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, comrades. <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord. This what is if I made such... a pivot to calling um, my homies comrades? Like, if I, would you guys I mean, mean if I started calling you guys comrades? Y- you'd uh, be like several white dude leftists yeah. in the Bay Area that oh, I know. No. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. backtrack my bit. It's not funny I anymore. The problem is, yeah, it's. I was actually having a conversation about this yesterday where it's like, it's not so much what the like ideas are. Mm-hmm. It's just like, can you stand all these people around you? That's, uh, the answer that's is going to be no. I was so I was at a I was at a rare form. I was at a bar last night in Echo Park uh, with two of my most ignorant nigga friends, and like we were obviously the only black people in the bar. And as I was looking around, I was like, man, there's a lot of white people in here. And like I I I immediately pegged had that same feeling when you mentioned like just left leftist white dudes in like San Diego or whatever. I was like, you know what? Yeah. The, the, my spidey sense was tingling then and it's tingling now, and I don't think I would have a lot of fun there. So like I'm gonna backtrack and re re send my offer to say com, com comrades. It's tough because it's like I don't probably disagree with those folks politically, yeah. but I no. don't wanna it's the same with uh you know, like the Grateful Dead. Like I'm not like immediately against the music. I just don't want to be around anyone else that really likes it. Yeah. Oh Is my that... god, I'm not getting into this. Love the um, message. You don't like the fandom. That seems to be the. the yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's like most comedy. Most comedy is yeah. that. Yeah. Sure. I was gonna say, yeah, Andrew, you never spent like a long stint in 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 the improv community um look <laughs> no who said that thing about like no any club that would have me as a member i don't want to be a part of and that's yeah. that's how i feel about most of the things i like, <laughs> like well i don't want to be i don't want to yeah. be around you guys um but i will say that i think your assessment of grateful dead fans uh, not that it's it's wrong I, I would say that it's a little dated in that yeah, there have been several true. other levels of of boss to defeat sense in terms of uh, the <laughs> yeah. worst music fans. So that's now lazy. Grateful yeah. Dead fans are kind of um, 
that, you know, I just want to make sure your writing is as punched up as possible. So I want no, you to know no. that the Grateful Dead fans have now become pretty innocuous because um, yeah, there's, there's, there's much worse out there. Yeah. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like uh, EDM, actually. It's like, whatever. <laughs> See, that now, shit is now fine. you're getting somewhere. Yeah, that yeah. shit is fine, but I don't want to be around anyone who loves it. Well. Except the one time I was around people that love that shit, I was on D-R-U-G-S, and I also loved it, and I loved <laughs> them, and boy. It's the great equalizer. <laughs> it really is. Andrew, thank you so much for um, spelling out that word so that our listeners who are listening to the racism podcast but who cannot spell yet, <laughs> yep. the children. Yeah. I imagine there's a real a window of children that are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they hate they hate racism, but they do not condone recreational <laughs> D-R-U-G-S use. Right. Um, I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's a swath of y'all. Um, let's go... i just got a little tired in the middle of my sentence no big deal oh boy hi guys um i am a white lady from buffalo new york um and i saw something very disturbing on my way to work this morning i was behind a truck that had a bumper sticker that took up the entire back of the truck that said coon hunters do it all night long and it depicted like a tree with a raccoon and dogs. Now, I know what that was supposed to be implying. And that's why it upset me so much. So I took a picture of the license plate and the bumper sticker. And I called the police and reported it. And they told me that what? No, they know exactly what he meant. Um, it is protected under the First Amendment. Even if it's threatening, it needs to be something threatening specific to a person to be considered illegal. So I guess I know that it's racist. So that's not really my question. I guess my question is, what do we do in the situation besides just like, let douchebags be vile, disgusting douchebags? Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Wow, that, uh, we are so gobsmacked. I, this is like <laughs> so close. Yeah, it's like it's for so close. There, <laughs> Go ahead, Zig. No, I was going to say for for a minute there was like uh, using like her, her white power, white woman judo powers to like judo powers to take out this potentially white dude. Like, but I love the idea of her calling the cops, being like, "Hey, this guy's racist. Um, he has a racist bumper sticker. Get him, boys!" And like, they'd be like, "No, you don't care. We're racist too." Also, we can't yeah. do anything about that. Why? <laughs> Also, why are you calling us? This is literally not, this is not a crime. Yeah. Also, for real, for real, there, there's like, if they, if that guy isn't already a cop, they yeah. know him personally. They're looking in, at yeah, their bumper stickers term. while yeah, taking yeah. his phone. Like, yeah, yeah. we're going to go ahead and not do anything about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. This is an interesting convergence, especially because the caller said, love the show. So conceivably, you've heard more than one episode mm. <laughs> when when have we ever told y'all to call the cops yeah <laughs> like look i'm not saying there aren't circumstances that's mm-hmm. not for me to litigate or decide yeah, for yeah. you in your life or whatever I, i'm sure that people have real circumstances where they need to what when have when did you think you were going to call us and we we're going to be like good job you get them like what what <laughs> yeah what it's it's wild to just consider that having listened to this show, this now as we're talking, like is this a tr- 
it it was too like earnest sounding. If this was mm. a troll, amazing voice acting, I guess. Mm. Oh my god, you're incredible! I'd love to hire you for my show uh, that I do a voice on. It would be great. <laughs> come, but right, like it's like that's fucking us. wild. Maybe, like maybe it's that, because I I grew up in a place where races were every fucking where that opened my eyes. But I'm like, yeah, that guy's racist. I'm I'm imagining. 60 to 70 percent of the people that you see every single day are racist as well and like i at this point like i can't i can't be bothered like i've seen like, right. i know that i know that guy that has like the coon hunting thing like, they they're always so small they think they're so slick I mean, like, yeah me and my boys went coon hunting last night and then they look at you like oh yeah i yeah i get it you're calling me coon yeah great, great i understand you're, you're you're killing it right yeah. now 10 10 across yeah. the board no notes uh jeffrey uh but like yeah. i'm like at, at this point i'm just like i don't have the emotional bandwidth to be, to like drag myself down like oh my god another racist like because it's right? every single moment <laughs> of my life being in the united states of america so like I just keep it keep on trucking. Like I could not, I could not fathom wasting any emotional bandwidth on some dickhead with a shitty, really? shitty yeah. racist bumper sticker at this point. In my this life. feels like this feels like calling the ACLU because you saw like a mud flap girl on a trucker, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. like calling them for sexism or something. And you're like, yeah, what do you think it's is happening? This is sexist. the back of a truck. Yeah. I saw it's a guy so- with a federal booty inspector hat on, and I don't think he was part of any type of government agency. Like he mentioned, <laughs> right? Yeah. That <sighs> that violates consent, which yeah, you're right. But like, why? <laughs> why? What are we doing? I yeah, th- coming to this conclusion that calling the like, I mean, it is simply not illegal to be racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and why? In what world would you imagine the cops would do anything about? It? Like you, you've watched cops you know, turn a blind eye, if not actively participate in so much more active racism. Mm -hmm. In what world would you... And then also, like, here's the thing. Put this motherfucker's, like, you know, sticker and license plate number on the internet with a photograph. Like, what you can do, if you choose, is let this person's, like, you know, community... This person is proud about what they're saying. Let everyone know. Um... Like yeah, that just give them a the larger platform. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, no, I'm I, joking, honestly, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because know. there are people who would be like, that's doxing. And it's like, this person has put this on their vehicle. They are doxing yeah. themselves. You're just doing it electronically. Yeah. So that they, so that maybe some consequence comes to them if you care. Mm. But I'm also like, I'm with Jake. I'm like, yeah. who so has the energy? Being wasted. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I drove. I did, the only thing of the day was I woke up and got a facial. I'm already exhausted. The idea of me <laughs> taking the time to call a government agency after seeing a dumb bumper sticker <laughs> sounds unfathomable to me at 34 yeah. years of age. Like, I cannot do it. It's just, I can't it's waste not, the energy. Just. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> this close yeah. to getting an actual spit take from Tawny. I was really hoping we could get it. Really, I took a drink of a of a, of a water at a lo- at the wrong time. <laughs> that really got me good. Yeah, it is exhausting. It's exhausting. And caller, I'm sorry we're clowning you. You sound yeah, like a yeah, nice yeah, person, sorry. but half of half of why you guys listen to us is so for us to roast you a little bit. Yeah, I mean, come on, come on. Okay, if you can't but, get roasted but, by a stranger who you electively listen to every week. <laughs> who, who can you get roasted by? Um, here's. The thing that the caller is maybe because the subtext to the caller's call is like this was shocking enough that I thought it was mm. um, police worthy. Right. Yeah, and right. here I guess is if there is a message you can take from this as a white person, like we are not joking around when we say 
racists are everywhere and yeah. constant. Like this to me is someone who was so surprised by this that this seemed to be their like um you know their 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 reaction and it's like yeah this is not rare. This man yeah. I'm going to just confidently say man. This man with the bumper sticker is not a rare occurrence. No. And so like yes, it's repellent, it's fucking racist, but you know the fact that you're surprised by it sort of tells me you don't believe us when we talk. Because we have been Ooh. saying this for Ooh. fucking decades. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Dragon, Andrew. I'm just saying, right? Like, how, in what world are you this surprised by this shit? It's the world where you listen to the show enough and you're like, yeah, yeah, but come on. Not in my town. Whatever. Yes, Maybe in your town. Maybe subconsciously, yeah. Or you... Or maybe you're only clocking the capital R big, you know, active racisms and you're not really digesting that little bumper stickers and T-shirts and mm-hmm. jokes and Stairs. shit like this occurs everywhere. Yeah, shit is real. Everywhere. Like, we're not making this up. Everywhere. And it's trusting the police everywhere. enough to assume like they're going to give you an unbiased like answer. Like there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of trust in the cops in this too. Like yeah. in addition yeah. to the racism. Like what, what is, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I, I guess in a way we haven't done our jobs because <laughs> if this is how this woman thinks we ain't right either. But Well, okay. Jesus. So they, they asked what can they do? Mm-hmm. Do we want to try to answer that? Andrew said you could put them on blast on the internet if you if you're of that type and you want to deal with that. Um, I think that's you as know, good as it, it gets. I don't know what else. What I don't can know, you do? You can, if you're not scared of them, you know, having a gun and shooting you, I guess you could like follow them to a gas station and like try and obscure the image in some way. I don't know. Maybe you have a sharpie in your car. This sounds so stupid as I'm saying it, but I'm just like. <laughs> What else could you do besides like lightly vandalize their stupid racist thing? I, yeah. You I don't know. should you should be afraid that they are they have a gun. Yeah, I mean this is a stupid thing, but I was just like, let me try and come up with something cuz cuz the answer is nothing. Yeah. What yeah. can you do? Nothing. You live in America. Ta-da. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Continue continue to fight racism and you know, I guess learn the lesson that it is not this guy is not rare. I know. I have, don't outlier. call the fucking cops. Yeah. Yeah. Geez. I have. I think I have a solution for how this person could help. Subscribe to the suboptimal bundle. You can support <laughs> two wonderful people of color. No, we do. We're not. And please those buy people. a comic book. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You know what All I right. am going to do though? I'm going to do an anti plug um, for the show Yellow Jacket. I'm sure it's a great <laughs> show. Oh my god. But I am not fucking on that show and if one more of you fucking white people it's always white people who who post or tag me in some shit because you watch the show you love the show and congrats i hear it's great i have not seen it i had a meeting i had a general meeting where one of the people in the meeting thought i was the lady from yellow jackets that's a meeting where you you have my name emailed to you a week in advance that's easy to look up my dog I'm done being nice about it. Yeah, I, I have a. I need a petition to repurpose all that facial recognition software that the supposed deep state supposedly has. Repurpose that and just put it on every white person's iPhone because y'all need it 
to start telling us apart. <laughs> I'm so sick of telling you that I'm not in that show. Oh my god! Uh, this is an anti plug yeah, for the but show. She will be in season two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god! If I do get like a guest spot on it or something, I'm like, okay, so I, okay, so I am, right. but, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, not in the way you I think, am. you fucking racist. Yeah, yeah, you're still racist because you don't know which one I am. <laughs> Um, no, I hear it's a very good show. Now I'm just like salty because I'm sick of y'all messing us up. And I'm sure that sure. woman's salty too. Yeah, I yeah. Her, but I'm sure she's sick of me. Yeah, <laughs> getting tagged in lower decks. Constantly. I know. She's like, I don't fucking do improv. This fucking nerd ass. Uh, how dare she? <laughs> she looks at my socials. It's all Star Trek and like dumb comedy oh shit. God. She's probably like, oh, she probably went to fucking Juilliard. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of goofy drunk driving videos. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, just wanted to end the show by yelling at someone. Yeah. That's an episode of TV, right? We've mm-hmm. or TV. Oh yeah. my god. That's an episode <laughs> Check of Check out podcast. our pilot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I, this is the what am I tired? I guess I'm tired. No, yeah, I'm just thrown. Great. I'm mm-hmm. thrown by the time vortex we were in yesterday. That's yeah. just fucking me up. Um, well, Zig, um, how can- yeah, thank you, Zig. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Where can people find you? Where can people find Spider Punk? Where can where do you want to be in your life? <laughs> you know what? Yay for Zig across all the social media platforms. Um, I have my notification set up to where I don't see you if you say anything to me unless I follow you. So, like, if I don't answer, that's why uh, I just need to <laughs> preserve my own mental <laughs> mental psychic. Uh, quality uh spider punk april 6th anywhere you get comic books it's dope uh really really great team it's black as fuck the entire team is people of color black people because i they let me do that so like check it out it's really really fun dope um you can find us uh on all the things at yo is this racist or on instagram at suboptimal pods um or the website suboptimalpods.com you can find kevin at kevin j bartelt uh phone number three two three I thought you were about to say my phone number. I was like, Tony, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his phone number is, uh, wait, what would it be? 646? 312, maybe. Get a Uh, beer with it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, There's a little Chicago area humor. 323-389-7223. That's the number to call in to send us your voicemails. 323-389-RACE. That's it. Peace. Bye. Bye. We did one. This is suboptimal.